the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Spots across America, keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Harmon, and welcome to Ion Real Estate. We're the only talk show radio about real estate, financing, legal parts of it, anything real estate, anything you want to know about it. We have the experts on to tell you. And uh, let me say this. I always quote real estate, the universal language, because everybody wants to know about real estate. I don't care how old you are, what price range you're in, real estate, everybody wants to talk about what country you're from. Real estate's always going to be there, and we all need a place to live. So um, today we have a very special guest on, Dr. Murray Sabrin. He's a retired professor of finance at Ramapo College. Murray's new book is Navigating the Boom, Bus Cycle, and an Entrepreneur's Survival Guide. Very interesting. And it sets out a provocative roadmap for right now as Americans grapple with inflation fears. And I think I said this last week. Um, I didn't want to get too heavy last week. It was 4th of July, and I thought, hey, let's just have a good 4th of July. But there's so much talk around. And every, you know, week, the night before the show, or that week, I pull out all of the articles that I can find in any papers to keep you very current what's going on and there's so much talk and who says we're in a recession already who says we're not who said we're going to be who says the interest rates gee it's going to force us into a recession who says well the feds have to balance things um because if people think that there's going to be a recession then maybe they'll save money and they won't spend and that itself is not good so there's a million things going on and Remember something, unless something is absolutely fine, and a lot of it is just opinion or what people, what reporters think, um, and not necessarily true. I mean, it's just predictions. Uh, actually, the only thing that you can absolutely know for certain is what's already happened. So we'd like to discuss all those things, and um, obviously on the second half of the show, we have our legal expert, attorney Stephen Ebert, a partner with Kasson and Kasson, and he's here to fill you in on anything that's of a legal matter. Of course, you can always call us with any questions. We love hearing from you at 866-970-9622. Our Real Estate Today and our Real Estate Show is sponsored by Citizens Bank, and that's a great place to go to get a mortgage or just to get mortgage information. As I told you, I've gotten my mortgages there. And you can check their website at citizensbank.com, or if you'd rather speak to them, you can call 800-922-99999. 
And Citizens Bank has the name Citizens because that's why the bank was founded, to help citizens. Whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether it's your first home, whether it's your retirement home, whether you're parents of somebody who wants to buy a home, you can get any information you find. And information, I tell everyone, is power. Now, it's my pleasure to introduce my longtime co-host for the first hour of the show, the Senior Vice President and Director of Strategic Sales at Citizens Bank, my friend and colleague, Ace Wadatou's book. Good morning, Ace. Good morning, Toddy. Bye, Ace. How was your 4th of July? Uh, my 4th of July was amazing. A lot of friends and family, barbecues, and, uh, you know, it was, it was great to celebrate the... Um, Celebrate the U.S.'s, uh, you know, freedom and birthday, right? So. Oh yes, it was, it was birth. It was, you know, happy birthday, America. And you know, sometimes I feel that, you know, look, papers don't get paid, and people don't make money to say the sun is shining every day and everyone is happy. <laughs> and unfortunately, nobody would read that. So, you know, everything is dramatized a bit, and sometimes I think that people, like, sometimes can be losing faith in our country. And, you know, I can tell you that I'm a world-renowned traveler because I've traveled, but not, you know, I would I was always working, so I didn't have that much time. But I will tell you that being in the real estate industry and you being in the mortgage and you've met so many people like I have from all over the world because when you do real estate in New York City, it is like no other place in the sense that... Yes. Everybody from every country, every language, you know, every facet of the world is there. And I think in a way that grows you, and you see different points of view. And when you talk to foreigners and you see what, you know, I would say sometimes to, well, so, you know, why why are you buying in the U.S.? You live in Russia or you live in here. Well, they say because there's no rules here because everyone's free here. And... We have governments where if, if you don't if you don't agree with the government or you don't do what the government wants, they'll they'll kill you or put you in jail. Um, so sometimes I, you know, Ace, I think sometimes we don't appreciate what we have. How's that? We take it for granted, Dottie. You know, U.S. is still one of the best countries in the world, and uh, I think you know, a, a lot of times there's just so much negativity in terms of the news, but international folks are still coming to the U.S. They they invest in real estate because it's a safe haven. To your point, you know, in in terms of politics and, and the government, we're still a very, very liberal um, country where people can have the freedom of speech and, you know, have their voice, their opinion. And I think that's really, really critical, right? A lot of other countries, they, they don't have that. So, you know, it's, it's still, still one of the best, in my opinion. It is. Best best countries in the world so and i think we take it for granted and like um i know this is opinions and i try not to get political on this show because we'll have world war ii but three excuse me but i will say this when they you know, we're so free that they allow you to burn the american flag and that's one rule i wouldn't have i would say if you want to burn the american flag and you don't like it then don't be here but Truthfully, we do take it for granted. You know what I'm saying? That's the one thing I really disagree with. I don't think anyone should be allowed to burn the American flag. You don't have to like America, but you don't have to be here either. So if you don't like it, don't be here. But there's certain things that I think are a little, 
you know, I, I, I think that deserve respect. And I do think, you know, I, I don't know what schools do now because I don't have young kids anymore. But I know when I went to school, which is a long time ago, I mean, we said the Statue of Liberty, you know, we, we, we said God, we sang God bless America. We said the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. I don't think they do that anymore or are allowed to do that. But I remember, and they, we knew each other then, when 9-11 came, and we had 9-11, and there was such a sense of unity that probably in my lifetime, I've never seen that kind of unity in our country. And it was the one beautiful thing, you know, out of everything that's horrible, something always good comes out of it. And as horrible as 9-11 was, it was the first time for everybody united. People just looked at each other, and they were like, they just their eyes showed, you know, gosh, you know, everybody felt together. And there were all the singers and stars came out and sang and united. And I remember driving my car, you know, and, and you'd be driving and all of a sudden you'd see flags waving out of cars and you'd see people have, you know, you put the radio on and the radio would be singing God Bless America, which I hadn't really sang since uh, grammar school or something of that nature. And the tears rolled down my eyes because until we almost kind of lost that, or we could, you know, I, I, I think you're right. We just don't appreciate it. So my uh, advice to you, all of our listeners, is um, there's many things that you're not going to like, and there's no place that's perfect. But if you look at overall the pluses, I believe they far outrule out, out, out rule anything negative that you can say. You're not saying that we run perfect and not saying there's a lot of junk that goes on. But for the most part, we're all free and we live in a free country. And sometimes I think we should thank, be thankful of that. And so, therefore, Fourth of July, as you said, you know, which is a holiday that most people, you know, get together, which I did, barbecued and got together with family and friends. And it's a happy holiday. And it's a holiday that doesn't matter who you are. You know, it's not a religious holiday. It's just a holiday saying happy birthday to the United States of America. So with that, I I had a nice 4th of July also. And um, the weather ended up turning out nice. So I hope that you all had a nice um, 4th of July. And remember... If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Dottie Herman. I just go Dottie Herman. And if you want to sign up for my newsletters, it's www.dottieherman.com. Um, I try to make it easy. And let me tell you, that's a job answering everyone back. So I'm glad that you write and I'm glad that you look for advice or just tell me your stories because a lot of people just tell me what they're doing and how they're doing it. And uh, we all learn from each other. So um, I, I can't even believe I grew up when they didn't have social media. I mean, so I guess you had to communicate by the telephone or in person or by writing letters, notes to each other. And really when you think about it, the Internet kind of opened up the world to be able to communicate to each other. So it's pretty pretty remarkable um, what's going on. You know, you know Dottie, really. sometimes people say, I, I mean, in terms of social media, it connects you all over the world, right? But it, a lot of people say that you don't live in the moment because you're so concerned about posting and putting it on your stories. So I guess 
I guess it's good and bad because every time I talk to my parents, they're like, look, Ace, you know, in our, in our, back in the day, you know, we actually appreciated all the little things that we have in life. And I think it was social media. Sometimes you have that perception of keeping up with the Joneses and it just really, I don't know, it, it affects reality in a lot of ways, uh, Dottie, because everybody's posting all the good things and they're not really posting, you know, chat, like, it, it's it, it's it's very interesting when you talk to the kids these days. There's a lot of pressure with social media that we just didn't have growing up, you know, back back when we were um, just kids, Dottie. So it's it's good and bad, I think, in in, in a lot of ways. But, it is. Uh, it, it's yeah. good and bad, and 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 you're right. I mean, my father used to always say, "Well, in my day." And, and and I would say, well, Dad, it's not your day, so, like, it's my day. You know, it's, that's the past. <laughs> but there was a respect for things in the past. There was a respect right. for that's titles. Right. <clears throat> like, I think your parents probably were like mine. You know, when you, you, know, when you see a, a, an aunt, you know, an older person, always be respectful. When you get a gift, I remember I would get gifts that, you know, for my birthday, stuff that I really didn't like. But my mom would say, listen, you always say that you liked it. You you know, they taught us manners. They taught us respect for elderly people or respect for people that were older. I kind of think some of that's gone out of the, uh, the equation. I think some of the – I think we should always move forward because things don't stay the same. Things move forward. But I think that we should take the good and some of the good things that our parents taught us and carry that forward. Um, and 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 continue to carry that forward because they they might sound hokey, but at the end of the day, they really are. You know, all we have is each other. And so, as I said at nine eleven, I I mean, you felt such a sense of unity, and I never had seen that in my lifetime where just everybody was united. It didn't matter who you were, just everybody was united, and that was kind of a beautiful thing. Yeah, Daddy, so many volunteers helped out, and yeah. Yeah, but listen to this. Okay, now this is today. I just pulled an article out. It says, I think it's in the post. Let's see, yeah, it was the post. It's physical space, and home guru guru creates sex rooms for clients' wildest fantasies. Now, could you imagine your parents telling you, oh, we're building a house, Ace, and one of the rooms that we have somebody come in and advise us in is a sex room. I mean, when I read that, I'm like, well. That is insane. <laughs> okay. I thought, well, um, the woman is, uh, uh, you know, she said, uh, I'm the Mary Poppins of sex room, of sex rooms, okay? And who is she? Like Melanie Rose. I think her name is Melanie Rose. And she says, you know, she creates sex rooms for people. Um, and I, I, maybe there's a show on it also. And she, I said, I said, well, um, that's 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 wild. And she said, you can fulfill your wildest fantasies. And all I have to say to this woman is, my goodness, if you thought of something like that, which I would have never thought of, but, and you can make money on that, <laughs> more power do you? I guess there's something for everyone. Um, but I just found that kind of interesting, you know, and they were telling you that, that she uh, has a lot of clients. I don't know if that's true or not. I just happened to read it in the papers, and I thought, gee, I'm at, like, I, I don't know of any. I've never had a client that asked for a sex room, but you know, I guess maybe going forward that's going to be. Who knows? 
um, you know, at this point in time, um, we we do have the Manhattan um, market highlights, and I just want to go over them quickly. But you can always go to the Douglas Elliman website and get them. Uh, but the median sales price in uh, Manhattan rose to a record high, while the average sales price reached its third highest. Um, the number of sales increased to the highest total for a second quarter since 2007. So we're at the highest prices since 2007. And if I'm not mistaken, Ace, did we have some kind of recession in 2008 or something? Something happened in 2008. We did. We did, Dottie. Yeah. Yep. It was, it was 2008. So 2007 was a peak. Then we went into some kind of recession. I remember people were going to the banks to take their money out, so whatever. Um, but the number of sales has increased to the highest since 2007. Actually, cash buyers' um, market share rose to the third highest um, tracked. Uh, co-op median sales price rose to the highest on record, the fifth straight year-over-year year gain. Condo medium sales prices rose to the highest on record, the third straight year-over-year year gain. Largest first to second quarter rise in condo listing inventory in at least eight years. Overall, luxury prices in Manhattan tended to continue to rise year over year. The number of new development sales more than doubled from the same period last year. Um, and that was on co-ops and condos. Sales rose much faster than listing inventory, resulting in the, in the continuation of a fast-paced market. Now, I told you we were, I think, pretty much in most parts of the country, um, Inventory, there was no inventory. So when there's no inventory and there's more buyers, then there is available inventory. You get what you call a seller's market. And um, it looks like, you know, we're kind of starting to balance out a little bit more. Um, I, I think the pace has slowed a bit, but the prices have still remained up there. And I still say we're in a seller's market still. Um Townhouses, which really constitute a small percentage of the city, uh, but they pressed the highest year-over-year rising collectively in the last three of the past four quarters. And, uh, of course, they've risen. New York reported attached covers Manhattan, Brooklyn, Long Island, Hamptons, North Fork, Westchester County, and Manhattan. Um, Contracts have been falling. I mean, there's not as they're, they're, they're slightly less, but when you read in the papers that contracts are falling, it doesn't mean that it's falling apart. Because we had so many, the pandemic, everybody was trying to get out of New York because they were afraid. Uh, the pandemic has really, I don't want to say gone because it's not gone, but they now have drugs that you can take if you get it. There's testing sites all over, and it seems like this variant, from what I read, um, is much is milder, so people, you know, are back. New sign contracts, you know, the last two months have failed, but again, we're in the summer. I know. I'll, I'll finish this. I know we have a commercial break, so I'll finish giving you the market report after the break.
Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and joy. Jane Street Group LLC is seeking senior software engineers, multiple openings, New York, New York. Develop software in OCaml as part of the trading and operational infrastructure for a proprietary trading company. Requires bachelor's degree or foreign equivalent in information technology, computer science, engineering, or a related quantitative field, plus minimum of two years of experience developing software. Experience must include one year of professional experience using OCaml programming language, experience managing software release cycles and software QA processes, experience applying knowledge of OCaml language semantics and runtime system, experience using mercurial distributed version version control system, experience using asynchronous programming, typeful software design, and monadic programming. Experience programming on the Linux platform, including working with network programming and scripting tools. CV to nyc-job-applications at janestreet.com. Again, CV to nyc-job-applications at janestreet.com. That's nyc-job-applications at janestreet.com. We tried Dynavite for gut health and immune support, and after a couple of weeks, our little gizmo was acting like a puppy again. His coat was shinier, he had a lot less scratching and shedding, and he seemed like his happy old self. My dog smelled and scratched constantly. We bathed and sprayed her, took her to the vet, but no results. Now, a little Dynavite in her food helps Bella keep her beautiful coat with no scratching or smell. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. After driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, we believe Mitsubishi Motors now launches its most exciting lineup ever. Get thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Choose from a wide selection of trim levels in either front-wheel drive or all-wheel control, all featuring the flexibility of third-row seating. With special finance and lease programs, you'll be sure to find just the right Mitsubishi Outlander for you. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com. That's FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Summertime! Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. 
from up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. For more information, go to surroundnewyork.com. That's surroundnewyork.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I'm here with Ace. I was you pop, and we're discussing the most recent contract signed reports. And basically, not to be repetitious, but in Manhattan, in Brooklyn, in Long Island, um, and when we do Long Island, we kind of separate the North Brook and the Hamptons from Long Island, but even though they're in Long Island, um, but they're still the same results. Uh, contracts have been falling slightly, but you have to remember that there was really an elevated. People were just moving, okay? So when they say that contracts have been falling, they have from last year, but they're still very, it's still a very, very vibrant market. So you could read that. You know, when you read data and you don't really know the past, it looks like, oh, gee, God knows what's happening. People aren't buying anymore. But we had, like, a crazy 2021. So um, I could tell you that the market really is still good. The only places that new contracts have been rising uh, was Greenwich, and Fairfield in Connecticut. And if I go back and remember correctly, and I think my memory is pretty good still, um, one of the few places that didn't go up when everything was going up, as uh, you know, before the pandemic, was you know Greenwich didn't go up as much as everything else. So they're making up for it now. And as far as in commercial, um, Manhattan office leasing is up five percent, but that still has a ways to go. And I think they're considering. Um, what they could do, maybe they can rezone uh, some of it. For, you know, we do need residential housing. Uh, so they're looking at that, and they're looking at how they maybe can rezone and some of the office spaces to residential. Uh, now, again, they're saying that Manhattan apartments have never been more expensive, and they haven't. But changes could be on the horizon. And obviously that's kind of, oh, saying, oh, they're going to die. But, I, you know, I don't think so. I think that they'll, the pace will slow up, and maybe you won't see as many bidding wars. Um, but overall, the luxury price trend indicators continue to rise year over year. And I could give you – but you really can get all this data, okay, on, on you know, on the site. Let me say this, the Manhattan market shows resilience, even though, have you checked Friday on the stock market? I'm not sure what that did, but, you know, we had its rocky roads. Uh, even though the stock market kind of tilted off. You, okay, um, there were 26 sales of residents priced at $4 million and up in this week ending Sunday, and that's six more than the previous week for a total of 203 and million. It was a robust performance and showcased the resilience of the residential luxury market. Um, so if you're worried about New York, if you look at who's moving there and what companies are moving, you're going to see that it's vibrant. And as I think we said last week, 
just be just go there and see the traffic, and you'll see it's worse than it was before the pandemic. Um, Last week's number one deal in Manhattan was a townhouse on West 9th Street in the West Village that was most recently asking $14 million, and that was $6 million less than its original list price last year. The five-story residence currently has commercial space on the ground floor and six residential units, and uh, that's on the market. You know, and by the way, Kentucky Fried Chicken, I think I have to look up where in Kentucky that is, but... The Colonel Sanders, his place is for sale, in case anybody uh, is interested uh, in buying. It's, I don't know who, I, you know, they're still big. I don't eat, try to eat not fried foods, but I remember as a kid eating Kentucky fried chicken. <clears throat> um, Ace, you know that you've seen and I've seen anyone in Manhattan, you see all the outdoor dining. As a result of the pandemic, uh, the, they came up with a program it was called the Open Streets Program, and they allowed restaurants to put their dining, you know, put their dining kind of outside up in the sidewalks or in, in partly in the streets uh, so that people would feel safe, and that was when the pandemic was really bad, and that they could still eat because, you know, New York is very dense and there's not a lot of room, and some people were hesitant about eating inside. So um, that's what they did. And they are um, being um, one of the condos, or co-ops, excuse me, on a West 57th Street called the Osborne is suing to stop outside dining. They're trying to say it's a circus, there's so many people, they're all over the place, they stay the lingering hours. Do you think they'll be successful with that? You know, you know, Donnie, I, I think with the outdoor seating, it's definitely – uh, it makes you feel like you're in Europe, right? So it's very different, and I think it's unique, and I think it's something that we should we should try to have it stay for for permanent. I mean, it should. It, there will be folks that don't like the outdoor seating, but I think long term, it definitely gives the city a sense of personality, and it's it's different and it's unique. So I think a lot of people will have a hard time, at least, uh, going against outdoor seating just because. I think it, it definitely builds community. It's it's a little bit different. New York City never had outdoor seating before, and it's helping a lot of the small businesses. The restaurants are striving, and it's a, I think it's something that you know we should consider for it to stay permanently. Yeah, I don't think I mean I understand how if you live like right on a building where there's a restaurant and there's outdoor seating that you might find it annoying, but. At the same token, I think that we've been doing this. Like we started, I don't know how many years ago, when the bikes, um, when all the bike lanes started opening up. And I remember complaining because it was harder to navigate through the city if you had a car. Uh, But the same token, having bikes, and you just have to, I warn you, be very careful because one thing I do think, I think that you should have to get a license to drive a bike because some of these people that drive bikes, I don't think they know what they're doing. Uh, but, you know, with the biking lanes and, and bikes and, and the Citibank bikes that you can rent and outdoor space, it does it does give a good feel to the city. It makes it feel like, you know, a little like the European. And also it helps a lot of uh, restaurants and small businesses because don't forget, if people don't go to restaurants and, you know, during the pandemic, people couldn't go to restaurants and they couldn't 
go anywhere. The stores were closed. Well, that that doesn't just hurt restaurants. That hurts all the stores and all the, you know, all the businesses that people will walk around or will walk to go to a restaurant or will walk back afterwards. And so, and just like staying at home when people don't work. And that's why most employees are encouraging people to come back to the office. Now, I don't know, and this is just my opinion. I don't know about you, Ace. My opinion is that it will never go back unless you have to be, like a teacher has to be in school five days a week. But jobs that you can do, you know, that people will still want people to go back to the office. But I think that the work week will be like more, you know, four days or three days and maybe a day or two you can work out of home. But you'll still have the interaction of going to the office uh, because there's nothing like being with colleagues in the office. That really is very helpful. But you'll also have the luxury of having some days at home where you can work out of home. And that brings a different opportunity in my mind. In my mind, the Airbnbs might do better because people can, and, and second homes that are not far away from where you live, that people can just drive to, I think that you'll see them rise because people will have more time to spend there if they can work out of their home. And you'll also see people, if they can, try to buy larger apartments so that they can work out of them and also, um, you know, have it as a family place where they live. Uh, But at the same token, that's also all came out of the pandemic. Um, And I think that's a good option. I think... I think at first we all, I don't know, what was it like for you when all of a sudden you couldn't go to work? Oh, Dottie, it was definitely work from home 24-7. But I think think we're definitely going into a a, uh, new normal where a lot of folks, you know, because of the pandemic, they they appreciate the quality of life, right? So I think there's more of a a life balance there. And I think you're right. I think folks will, employers will have to figure out how do we get, get employees back for three to four days, but still be productive and effective, right? And I think one of the biggest things that employees need to do is how do you build a sense of community, but more importantly, how do you actually build a uh, sense of value from, you know, to go back to work? And because at the end of the day, if you don't show up, there's not a lot of productivity, but I think that's that's going to be the new normal going forward, Dottie, so. Yeah, I think it's going to be a combination. I think it's going to be a happy mix. I don't think anybody... Always work out of their home. We'll continue talking about what we think are the future trends that are here to stay. We'll be right back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate. Hey, I just spoke to my buddy Alex Cancella at Route 22 Toyota, and he told me that anyone looking to beat these ridiculous gas prices should get over to see them at Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey. That's because they've got one of the area's largest inventories of new Toyota vehicles, including the most fuel-efficient vehicles, like the 39-mile-per-gallon Toyota Camry, the 41-mile-per-gallon RAV4 Hybrid, or the one that started it all, Toyota Prius, which gets a combined 56 miles per gallon. No need to re 
remortgage your house just to fill up the tank. Call Route 22 Toyota at 973-705-8905. Let them show you which fuel-efficient Toyota is right for you. Plus, they're making it easier than ever to get out of your gas guzzler by offering 125% of book value on your trade. That's right, any make, any model. 973-705-8905. Schedule an appointment at Route 22 Toyota. They'll give you 125% book value towards a fuel-efficient Toyota. And remember, tell them Joe Piscopo sent you. Relief Factor, pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is 100% drug-free and liberating tens of thousands of Americans from their daily pain, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Reggie from Florida. And this is Reggie's story. I have a lot of pain from aging. And after only four days of using Relief Factor, I'm already experiencing less pain and stiffness. Can't wait to see how I feel in a couple more weeks. Relief Factor is a blessing sent by God. Incredible words. Find out for yourself. You should be the next success story. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Reggie, and thousands of your fellow Americans. What have you got to lose? Accept the pain. You deserve to know. Don't wait any longer. You should be the next success story. Call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. If you're considering protecting your retirement with gold or silver, listen up. Mark Davis here. One company I trust for this, Advantage Gold, the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. They are so passionate about teaching people how to own physical gold and silver. They've won the best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because they really educate their clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. Call 800-900-8000. Talk to one of their experts. They can send you a free gold kit along with a free copy of the Wall Street Journal national bestseller, The Great Devaluation. Number again, 800-900-8000. Don't wait any longer. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value, all from Advantage Gold. 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Call Advantage Gold today. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. Hey, remember how 20 years ago I switched to Progressive? Well, now it's the future, and I used all those savings to buy this new hologram phone. Because, you know, it's the future, and everything is holograms now. So switch to Progressive and save big because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back and you're listening to Eye on Real Estate. I'm here with Ace Park and we're talking about just different topics about the economy in New York City I'm focusing on today a little bit. Um, by the way, I do want to alert everybody. Um, it is really very technical, so you really want to Google it. I'm not going to give you all the details on the show because it will take forever. But um, New York City homeowners, are, uh, are el- if they're eligible, can receive new property tax rebate this week. And part of Kathy Archer's budget deal reached in April of 2022 with 
the homeowner's tax rebate credit, is directing $2.2 billion into homeowners' pockets and close to $500 billion in New York City. $500 million, excuse me, in New York City. Residents are slated to receive some of these funds. And this, you know, will we, you know, provide tax relief for thousands of small businesses and New Yorkers and reduce their tax burden. And it's called... It's the program is basically called the School Tax Relief or the STAR, S-T-A-R, please write that down, uh, exemption, and credit beneficiaries with incomes below $250,000. And there's two programs. There's a basic STAR program and there's an enhanced STAR uh, program, which has even more benefits. Um, I would tell you that you should look this up because it's a substantial savings, uh, if you qualify for a star credit or exemption, and uh, you don't have to, you know, you can be making a decent amount of money, and you can receive, I mean, those who have an enhanced star exemption, which is a little bit more difficult than a regular, can can get a rebate of almost uh, 110% of their enhanced star exemption savings. So I'm going to say S-T-A-R, our program, anybody who owns a home or just bought a home should just Google it and just see if you qualify for it because I think there's a lot of programs and it's not anyone's fault. There's so much to keep up with that it's impossible. So um, if I can share anything with you that I think is worth a Google and it's pretty simple to Google things now, um, you can find out if it's something that might you might qualify for. And you'd be surprised how many people qualify and don't even know about it. So Dottie, I just this wanted is such great info. I, I mean, for our listeners, this is such great info that, you know, it, it really is knowledge is power, right, Dottie? So sharing um, all of these sort of tips, it's, it's so critical uh, to being a homeowner, especially with rent uh, increases being so high, you know, for, for home ownership. You know, any tax incentives, tax savings is so important. So thank you for sharing that, Dottie. Even even what we talked about last week about the lottery, right? There's just so many things out there that folks can take advantage of. So it's it's really important to share all of the things that are going on to really just help people save money uh, throughout throughout their homeownership journey. And, and it's such – I mean, Dottie, I, the, the, the amount of knowledge you, that we you, share every week, right. it's, it's so important. You, and you know what? You couldn't say it better because, first of all, it's not that you could go to one place okay, and say, okay, what am I entitled to? It's all over the place, all right? And some things are being worked on. Some things have been actually, you know, and already in place already. And there's so many different things that it's, I really find for most people it's impossible. It's, it's just hard. And then we all get together in our, our lives and, you know, I've done it myself where, you know, I knew something and I didn't act on it because I got busy. So let me put it this way. This is something I am telling you that you you might not qualify, but a lot of people will qualify for it. There's two parts to it. There's, you know, a, you know, a basic and then there's an enhanced. And the enhanced, you know, is a little more difficult. But even the basic, whatever you can save, you should save. And don't forget, they're worried about us going, you know why they're worried about us going to a recession, if they, and some say we are, is because they're afraid that consumers, and consumers, if you ask consumers, and I, I have it somewhere because I, I read it, 
but, um, you know, consumers are feeling the economy is not in the greatest shape. And what happens when consumers are nervous about the economy is they don't spend as much. And if they don't spend, that can really cause a recession. People want to spend, okay? Um, and when they're nervous, they don't. But let me tell you this. I was, you know, when I go to a store and I see some of the prices, um, as just for food that have gone up. I mean, I was looking to buy a steak, and I think I had it for, like, maybe 17 people. It turned out that I had a lot more people. And I went to a store, and I, and I haven't bought a steak for 17 people for a while, and the guy said $400. And I said, and it was like a flag steak. It wasn't like a, a sirloin or some great, like, cut. It was like a flag steak or something of that nature that you could barbecue. And when they said $400, I thought, I said, excuse me, did I hear that right? I mean, and I don't, you know, I think prices have gone up. Um, now, we do have employment that's good. I mean, unemployment is at a low. It's still at a low. I don't understand why people aren't taking those jobs. I think maybe the pandemic made people kind of rethink what they're doing or rethink where they are or what they want to do. I don't know. But kind of we have a, a kind of time where there's jobs, they're available, but yet, you know, a lot of people don't want them. So what do you think that? Do you think people are just kind of re assessing where they are in life or reassessing what's what's going to make them happy. But uh, on the other hand, I just read, uh, you know, out in the Hamptons, I read, you know, it's not like the city. When you go outside of, of, of New York City, sometimes, like, I know if I want something dry cleaned in a day, I can get it done in a day in the city. So if you go out to the Hamptons, you're lucky if you get it done three or four or five days. That these two friends that had some kind of businesses that they both lost, in the pandemic, started a truck, a dry cleaning truck, and they just drive around, and you could go to them, and they get your clothes done in a day. And I thought, oh, my God, what a good idea, you know? I mean, so all the things that go on, somebody comes up with something new, so there's always opportunity. But I, I also thought, you know, sometimes, I, you know, we, we, we get carried away with things. But while we have you with us, okay, Obviously, the rising mortgage rates have been in the headlines ace. Every headline, everything you read in the paper, rising mortgage rates are hitting America's wallet. How how should you adjust your budget? Um, what can you tell us about that? You know, Dottie, I I feel like that's been sort of like the main topic the last couple of weeks, right? The Federal Reserve. It is. Seems like they're, they're going to raise rates again in July, another 75 basis points. It's to really, you know, control inflation, get inflation under control. And you, everyone's saying that there's a recession coming, there's a correction in the real estate market. But but I want folks to realize it's more of a normalization, right? Having 12%, 16% appreciation values year after year um, is not common. And I think what what's going to happen with interest rates going up, it's going to allow folks that were on the sidelines for so many years that wanted to purchase properties the opportunity to really go and get some really, really good value um, in today's marketplace. So I think there's always a positive whenever there's negative news about rates going up and people are not buying as much. This is a huge opportunity, Dottie, for folks that were on the sidelines for the last two to three years because so many homes were you know, overvalued or depreciation values have gone up so much. This is their opportunity now to really 
look at the marketplace, see what they love, try to actually um, participate. And then, you know, I, I think with all things that go up, they must come down, right? With, with the rates going up so quickly and so rapidly within the last three months to control inflation, once they have inflation under control, I truly think next year we're going to see the rates go back down to the, to the low 5% range. So this could be a great opportunity to get a property. I'm catch you on that prediction. I'm writing it down. Okay. Write it down, Dottie. This but could, this could writing it down. And this is what I'm telling a lot of our, our real estate um, agents, you know, to really educate our borrowers because rates cannot go all the way up to 8 9%. That is, that is just impossible in today's marketplace, right? So what I think people should do is go out, get an amazing deal, you know, negotiate with the sellers. The sellers that really need to sell will, will definitely adapt to the new market, market trends. And then by next year, you can always refinance out your interest rate. And I think that's been done before historically. And I think folks need to realize the market that we're in, there's amazing and huge opportunities if you take advantage of what's going on in, in, you know, around you. So just wanted to kind of give that little tidbit for our listeners. If some, if some folks are a little bit intimidated uh, by, the in, by, by the rise in rates, don't be because you're going to offset it by having a lower price point. And it's, it's an opportunity for folks to dive into the marketplace right now. So just wanted to but share that little what, insight. Let me say this to you. Okay, um, that is absolutely true, and I, I thank you for the advice. And as Ace and I have both said for the last bunch of weeks, again, I don't think these interest rates, because I lived in a time where I was thrilled to get an arm, an adjustable mortgage for, I think it was 15 or 14, and it went to 11. But I was also started the real estate business. I was brand new. I was in my early 20s. I just got out of school and I started the real estate business. And I think the interest rates were about 12 or 13. And all the real estate agents said to me, why would you be in the real estate business now? It's the worst time. Who would ever buy these interest rates? So I said at a year 23 or 24, whatever I was, I said, well, I don't know any better. So if it ever gets good, I'll be in I'll be in heaven. I started in one of what you could consider one of the worst markets with interest rates that went up to 18%. And by the way, the way they worked, and I'm older than you, so I don't know that you've ever seen this ACE, but now when you go to Citizens, you go to ACE and you get a mortgage from ACE, you know, they lock in the rate. They'll say, okay, you're getting it at 6 or 5 0.75, and they locked in the rate for a certain specified period of time. When I started the real estate business and when I bought my first, they didn't lock in the rate. They, you, you would take the rate that they gave you at the time, so let's just say it was 11, and maybe four days before you were about to close is when they actually committed on that interest rate. So if the rates went up, when you went to close, the rates could be higher than what you started with, and in some cases you don't qualify anymore and you couldn't buy the deal. Now tell me that's not that's a right. hard real estate to be a broker in, okay, yeah. and to be a homeowner in. But you know what? We sold houses, and buyers and sellers worked together because sellers had to help out too. You know, many sellers took, you know, some type of mortgage back or paid some points. I mean, we still sold houses. Okay, I mean, so when I hear six and 
five and three quarters in the scheme of things. I don't think it's horrible. I don't know how much time we have, Ace. I think we have no time. But what about the 40-year no mortgage? We have no time. Can you maybe next week, because I'm now reading all about this 40-year yeah. mortgage, and I'd love to hear more about that, and I don't think you're going to have the time, but it made the papers. It made about five different papers. Definitely, Dottie. You know, we can definitely talk about that next week, and I think you brought up a great point, right? With rates going up so much and, and buyers' payments going up by 40%, 50%, literally in, in three months, you know, if you're a seller out there and you're, and you're listening to our show right now, there is an opportunity to actually market your your property differently than everybody else. Instead of dropping price and, and, and correcting your price point, you can actually buy points. Dottie just mentioned that you can actually buy points for your buyers to actually open up the pool of buyers and have them qualify for more, right? So Dottie just said that with rates going up, you know, the qualifications are a little bit different. Sometimes you might not even get, get approved for a mortgage. But one of the biggest points that sellers need to know is that instead of dropping price, maybe play around with buying down points for your buyer and work with a real estate agent and work with a loan officer to market that product because by dropping the rate, you'll probably get more buyers to qualify than dropping your price points. So just remember, that's a really crucial point in today's marketplace where you can actually take, take advantage of buying down points for your buyers and opening up more, more uh, qualified buyers for, for your property, right? So that, that's actually going to create more activity and more traffic to your property. That's the most, that's the most important advice because – Look, if you have bad credit, you have bad credit, and that isn't going to help anybody. And even when you go for a mortgage, you're not going to get a good rate if they give you a mortgage. But today, a lot of people just thought the biggest hurdle is the cash, provided your credit's okay. So if your credit's good, and, you know, you just don't, it's hard to save up the kind of cash. So if you pay, instead of lowering your price, pay some points, that's cash that some buyer would have to lay out. And they might have the income to, you know, obviously you want them to have the income to afford the property. But a lot of times, you know how it is to save that kind of cash? It's hard. So that is such, that's a good option. I, I wish we, you know, wish we had more time, Ace. Like, so hopefully we'll continue. We'll continue in things that you can do as a seller and a buyer to be able to get into this market. And we'll talk about a 40-year mortgage. Um and we'll be right back after the 11 o'clock news with our, with our legal eagle. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.